Hello Insta, as always loads of absolute love coming your way, positivity and healing energy. This way for my beautiful mate Harry Thomas, I hope everybody's well. I'm enjoying Spain in the sunshine by the way, it's beautiful out here, absolutely stunning. Just nice to be back around nature, you know. My little girl's going crazy in the living room. <laughs> Where are you Hazza? Good subject today, ego, big one. Probably won't be able to fit in all of it today, to be honest, we'll have to uh, do another vid because I've got to do the school run. Where are you, Harry? I'm very good at jokes and I can't sing, so I'm sorry for not being out through the space where you'd be interested. <laughs> Come on, Azza, where are you? Oh, there's my beautiful wife. Hello, lovely lady. Gaz, Harry's standing me up in a minute. Don't know where he is, he's meant to be on here. Anyway, how are you baby? I hope you're feeling better. I hope work's going well. Same to you. Little monkey. I'll show you little monkey baby. Can you see her? Look. Can you see her through there? Aaliyah, say hello to mummy. <laughs> say hi mummy. My day's Harry, finally. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, good mate, you? Really good, really good. I was just trying to fill the space. Thankfully, um, Gaz popped up, so I was able to talk to her while I was waiting for you. But let's get straight in, mate. Let's not piss around. It's lovely to be back. Hello, S. Pollard, 87. Um, big one today, mate. I was thinking about this, actually. I don't think we're going to we will not be able to do this justice in the time we've got. So I think this might be like a part one or something. What do you reckon? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. I think it's a topic that we, we speak about all the time anyway. And I think, uh, yeah, the, the more people understand it, the more uh, changes they'll start seeing in their lives as well. Once, once, I think it's the awareness around it, which is the most important. So what are you talking about, Harry? Uh, today's on the ego. Uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, touch on it because it's well, something that you've you've um, you've really kind of gone into recently. Isn't I know. Well, yeah, definitely. And this is something, and I challenge anyone to prove me wrong on this because this is something I've been working on now consistently, and I still. And for the record, I know Harry's the same on this. We talk from experience. Now that doesn't mean you have an experience. <laughs> Excuse me have experienced it far from it you have and that's the importance of meaningful conversations is we all experience pretty much excuse me sorry something in the throat um in life the same sort of pains the same sort of pleasures same sort of joy same sort of sadnesses often we don't talk about things but this is important because i'm telling you you have 
in life two perspectives on everything you ever have done are doing or will do okay you've got a soulful perspective which is you as a child that's how we like to compare this now as you're in a child that little six-year-old seven-year-old you when everything is core values well actually i, I like it soul values kindness love joy and you make your decisions based on that then you've got this other perspective which is ego in your life every bad decision you've ever made is because it's be it's come from your egotistical perspective every good decision you've ever made come from your soul it's not a perspective it's your soul the ego is a perspective because it's not actually real it's fiction often we don't even own it me i don't even own my ego i'm still trying to unravel and find out where it's come from but yeah so today's topic is to tell you you have got a massive ego which is completely preventing you hi sharon from fulfilling your true potential and that doesn't mean i'm not saying that you, you, know, you need to be a pop star or it's not it's, it's not about that it's you your soul's true potential which is everything meaningful that funny enough for those of, of you that have got kids out there is what you tell your kids is important being lovely being joyful sharing all that nice good stuff that we know hi sharon mean stuff and then you've got your ego which literally unfortunately 90% of the time dictates your life mhm mm and i'm going to touch on the soul as well so everyone that i work with corporate world every, every football everyone talks about the ego oh they got such an ego well that's my ego but the word soul doesn't really get mentioned at all the soul is the woo woo it's it's like oh i don't even touch that i i asked james today what what is the opposite of ego and we both said straight away it's your soul go on google and type in the opposite of ego soul doesn't get mentioned once but there there's two things his so soul for me is truth and i i love to explain it like we 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 have this inner knowing all the time we know when we're lying when you lie your heart rate goes you start sweating a tiny bit your words stutter a bit that's your soul going you're lying you're not telling the truth that's that's your soul like we know what's right or wrong on a deeper level our core values we throw rubbish on the floor there's this little thing that says you shouldn't have done that that that's wrong that's your soul so your soul is your gut feeling it's your intuition it's your inner wisdom it is something that's constantly telling you like our soul is screaming to you what to do next the ego is like this imposter that that blocks all this all these thoughts all these noises all these opinions from other people our ego feeds off of that and our soul's not heard so i feel like soul gut feeling intuition is all the same thing it's that inner knowing and it's it's truth it's love it's peace it's effortless that's what truth is and when we can start looking at things from two perspectives we can start making better decisions because we're trusting our gut feeling we're trusting our soul and there's so many things that we can go down on this topic and ever since me and James have been paying more attention to this you can uh, count for the decisions that you make it, it's a knowing now right 
100%. And there's another fact. I'm going to say this as a stone-cold fact. You are never unsure about anything. Your ego is, but your soul always knows what the right decision to do is for you. Your ego will tell you what the right decision is to do for other people. Your soul is for you. Your soul's got your back, your whole life, your whole existence, you're breathing into your soul to feed it. Your ego does the complete opposite. The ego compartmentalizes you into all these different little segments of not feeling good enough, not feeling sure, I ain't pretty enough, I ain't this, I ain't that. That's all your ego because every single part of that is not real. It's fictitional. Your soul carries every truth Every actual real thing that you enjoy doing, you enjoy to the part where it makes your soul smile, all comes from your soul. So, all, and think about that for me. Whatever you've got going on right now, think of something that you've got that's maybe a bit, oh, you've been, you know, you're going backwards and forwards over it, not, you're not sure. Drill down. Are you not sure? And then just listen to what your head does. Because your head, the inner dialogues we've all got. Anyone who tells me out there they don't hear voices, you're chatting shit. Your head all day long talks a load of bollocks to, to itself. Very, very rarely is it connected to what's going on with your soul. Why? Because again, unfortunately, egotistically, the eyes that are actually visually there to feed our soul, we get fed all this other shite that means nothing, that then creates these inner dialogues, often of comparisons of where you don't feel good enough, and prevents you from feeding the thing that does actually matter in your life, which is your inner being, your inner child, the real you which will always know on whatever it is that you've just thought about. Think of something you're not, you've, you've, your ego telling you you're not sure about. And just think of two potential outcomes. One, that you actually know, you really know. That is the one. That's the one. I know it's the one. And then over here, this other secondary egotistical one, which will fluff out, higher fatma, every other reason as to why you don't know what's best for you. Well, guess what? You do. Every single time, you know what's best for you. Why? Because you've got a soul. And that is all you need. That is all you need to be. Just be <laughs> in life. And just be enough is having a soul. You're incredible. You've got a soul. How amazing are you? Why ain't that enough for you? It, it, it's, it's that, it's that, it's that truth element uh, to it as well. So how many times have we made decisions and after you're like, oh, I, I knew that I should have just done that. Why did I go with that decision? The soul knew, the ego took over and, and went otherwise. Relationships. How many people have been in a toxic relationship for a long, long time? And the soul knows that you should leave. But the ego is like, no, I can change this person. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change them. But it's the soul that deep down knows I should get out of this. But truth, that's fearful. That's unknown. That's, that's scary. And the ego then pulls you back into your comfort zone. And usually that comfort zone is not the nice place to be. And mm. sometimes truth also hurts because the truth is not what we want or not what other people agree to. And then we hide from that. 
It's interesting, actually, because Fatma, shout out to you, Fatma, thank you for tuning in as always, love you. Um, she's put here, now, I'm going to give my interpretation of what you're in. So Fatma's put, but most times we think and decide with our heart instead of our brain. Now, what's interesting for me, personally, there, have we ain't, it'd be interesting to see your take, uh, hear your take on this. For me, this is, again, one of the things that gets robbed from our souls. We're often told, oh, you're thinking with your heart, you know, not with your head. It should be the other way fucking round. You should. It, for me, if it comes from your heart, if you're saying your heart, Fatma, that means you're inside. That means your soul. For me, that is where we should always think from. Because I don't know. I know. My soul's not cluttered. My ego, my brain is full of shit and cluttered. But my soul is never cluttered. So the decisions that come from my heart, my soul, always always have paid off and it's only now getting to this stage in my life where i'm not a finished article by any means i fail all the time but i'm aware of these things and just in myself by the way i'm not saying about anyone else i'm aware in myself of these inner dialogues that are going on conflicting all the time in my head that I've, i'm i'm continuously practicing this is where meditation comes in and is incredible to tap into your soul is Everything with meaning comes from within, comes from your heart. That's in my experience. As soon as I let my brain, which I was always, oh, you're down with your heart, you, you know, you're too emotional. You've got to think with your head. Really? Really? Because funny enough, it's your head that gets, for the first God knows how many years of your life, gets sat in front of a television and fed all this stuff into your brain, which has no meaning whatsoever, but sets out for most people a path that they think they need to lead their life, their life by. Mm -hmm. My heart, my soul, never was part of that journey. My, my heart, my soul, always, always, every single time, as you said, Harry, even when I'm making bad decisions, my soul's telling me, no, no. <laughs> Oh, what are you doing? And you will, from an egotistical brain standpoint, somehow say, no, 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 no. You're wrong. But you know, you know. And what happened? I'll give, let me give you an example, a real life example. It's cost me five years of my life. I went to a party. I was 18 years old. The following day, to this, one of the reasons I, was, I went out to this party is to celebrate. The following day, um, I was starting a job as a junior um, estate agent, company car. It was, it was just like, I couldn't believe what was going on. I went out to this party with one of my mates who's mixed race. Unfortunately, I'm not selling this story. Unfortunately, while we was there, the, a group of race, racist lads turned up, started on my mate. They beat us both up. Now, my soul was happy to get out because we took a real kick in and felt a bit sorry for itself. But that's where it ended. Now, my ego. Because my mate said, let's go back. Let's go, let's go and let's get some weapons. We'll go. It's a true story. It ain't a nice story, but it's the truth. And this is an example of, of a real lesson that I had to learn. As much as my soul was telling me, do not go back to that party. Do not go back to that party. My ego was going, yeah, come, let's go back, fuck it. But even though all these words were coming out, and inside I was crying, crying not to go back into that situation. 
we did go back into that situation, okay, which was an egotistical decision, and I ended up getting a five-year prison sentence for it. So that's an example in my life of real experience of how detrimental your ego is to your existence. And as I said it again, I challenge you, most of you out there are living your life by your ego rather than your the, the ego is the imposter. It, it's not you. And Fatima, you, you said the word think. This is the, the difference. Ego is thoughts. Soul is feeling. And knowing. And, where, and knowing. And, and knowing is a feeling. Like, think about every emotion you have. It's, it's the thought first. It's the feeling that really means something. I think about that person there, but that love, that's a feeling. So it's the feeling we have to tap into. And this is where meditation comes in. In that silence... It's only the feelings that count. There's no more noise. The thoughts, they're there. I'm just observing them all. But what one feels right? Ah, oh, that one. Well, I can let that go now. And I think that's uh, the separation between the two is if we can tap into, coming back to that word, gut feeling, intuition, soul, it's the same thing. It's a feeling. And that knowing that something is pulling you, that's, that's what I, I believe is uh, connecting to yourself. It, it's to, to really focus on that first thought observe it, and then tap into the feeling after. I'm going to have to pull you. I'm going to have to pull you. You said you believe. Oh, yeah. We just talked about that. <laughs> Belief is a horrible word, people. <laughs> believe and belief, laziness. It's a laziness. That's what that word describes. Knowing. How good does it feel when you know you're right? I oh, know I was right. And then someone would tell oh, you, know it all. No. My soul's just taking yeah. a moment there to appreciate yourself. I know I was right. It feels good, doesn't it? It really does. How bad does it feel when your soul tells you when you've made that bad decision? I told you. Because you still knew what the right decision was, but yet you was too lazy. You believed your ego. Belief is a weak word. Think about it. Belief. Believe. No substance. Knowing. Always, always going to be challenged. And, and again, that comes back to the feeling as well. When someone argues with your thoughts, they can disagree with your, and they got a different opinion. But no one can argue with how you felt. Like, that made me feel horrendous. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. I felt terrible. Like, you can't argue with that. But when I think, no, that's not this, someone else can argue with it. And that's that bit saying true to yourself is that when you felt something, you've had an experience, no one can take that away from you. The ego will deny it. Other people will deny it. And then we, we suffer, our soul suffers, because we're like, actually, no, that isn't, that isn't real. And your soul's going, it is. I'm telling you, it is. Mm. Your ego is your biggest self-persecution, self-persecuting tool you have. And yet you let your fucking arrow fire that bow all the time. It tells you, Oh, not stereotyping. I've watched this with my wife for years. Her ego makes me an hour late any time we went out. Because all <laughs> the costumes she tried on, her ego told me, told her she wasn't good enough. She believed she didn't look good enough. My soul was telling you, you're fucking amazing, babe. But her ego would tell her, no, no, you don't. You've got to change again. You've got to change again. Your ego will prevent you from fulfilling anything you actually want to do in life with meaning and guess what anything you actually want to do in life is more than achievable if you let your soul 
run that journey with you, not your ego. Your ego just push it compartmentalizes you every time into what you think, not know, think is a safety zone, a comfort zone. Your soul hasn't got a comfort zone. Your soul is an eternal, innovative, beautiful source of love, joy, kindness, incredibleness that you all have, we all have, but we suppress it because of a fictional multi-layered, your ego is like an onion. Think of how many versions of your ego you actually have. Sometimes your ego is even arguing with itself in your head. You're having these dialogues with your ego in your head. None of them align with what you know is true about yourself. Okay, let's give an example from my wife. The first costume she put on to go out, her soul knows, do you know what? How lucky am I to have these clothes? How lucky am I to be going out? How lucky am I to be enjoying this experience with my husband this evening? That's all the meaningful stuff. What does the ego say? Scrap all of that. You're looking fat. That don't match. That don't If you wear that, tonight ain't going to go as well. What? Because of what you wore. Do you see my point? Mm-hmm. And, and that ego feeds off of the other people's opinion, which is the reason why we do dress up. Because if we were all blind, <laughs> it wouldn't really matter, would it? Shout out to every blind person out there. Just know you are up there with us, just naturally the most meaningful souls on this planet. Because, like I said, we're given eyes as a gift. We should appreciate the fact that we can see Every second of every day, because how beautiful is this world? What Sorry. do they say about what do they say about your eyes? You look through the eyes of your soul. Yeah, so I, yeah, you so don't, I, I, yeah, you, yeah, don't, you don't look through the eyes of your ego. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, the eyes are the literally your the eyes are to the soul. That that is literally what your eyes are there for. But what happens? What happens? We get robbed. Okay, and our ego chooses to believe in this robbery by all the crap we look at, like Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. And yes, I'm on Instagram now, but I'm talking about stuff where you're looking at other people and your ego goes, you're not as good as them. You don't look as good as them. You ain't got as much as them. You put yourself, you give these beautiful tools you're given to appreciate and take in and feed your soul all the stuff that it actually needs in life, like nature, or like just looking in the mirror, and no matter how your ego tells you, look, you just look in and say, do you know what? You are amazing. You're incredible, and I love you. I absolutely love you. Like you, how you say this all the time, your soul dances when it hears that. But yet we're told, I oh, know you can't do that. Self-indulgement. Or are you fucking nervous? No, there's a huge, huge difference. Your soul needs to be fed with, hello to you, with kindness, kindness. And I know I say this all the time, but this is scientifically proven and it starts with yourself. When you're kind to yourself, okay, just like when you go to the gym and you have a workout and you get a poof, endorphins, ah, I feel amazing. When you're kind to yourself, you release serotonin into your system, okay? Have a look, well, I'm not going to do the homework for you. Look what serotonin does for your body, okay? Now, guess what? Every time my wife takes off her top and puts on another top because their ego's told her that don't look good enough. Do you know what her brain's doing? 
releasing these little poisonous neopeptides. Look into this, this fact that floods your system and attack where you're most vulnerable within your system. It manifests disease. This is a fact. Look into it. Mm -hmm. That's dangerous. That's just by putting yourself down, stressing, worrying. So you, you said ego's an onion. And ego comes in so many forms and starts literally from where a kid. And we all have these identities. We all have these characters. And we all have these associations. Like when kids have toys, that's my toy. They associate the toy with me as it's a part of me. And I've lost my toy. I cry. It's not you. And when, when we start in, enforcing this, these become identities, which then turns into material things. My bag, my shoe. The other one, though, is really interesting. I was working with a girl, really depressed and beautiful girl, had loads going on, super fit, super strong. And this girl trained like a beast. She was, I would have called her as a, uh, she trained like a professional athlete, but she just didn't have the title as professional athlete. And because she didn't have the uh, title professional athlete, everyone was like, oh, you're training too much. Oh, you're doing, God, you're going to get injured yourself. She kept getting fed all this and her ego was taking it all in as truth. And she literally hated herself. Like, there was no self-love at all. And I was like, have you ever looked in the mirror and, and just looked at you, look incredible? No, I don't do that. I'm not that sort of girl. And I'm like, listen to what you said. You've had, well, who are you then? Like, if you're not that sort of girl, who are you? And if you've been depressed for the last five years, maybe you shouldn't be that sort of girl. Maybe you should lose that one and look at yourself and give yourself appreciation because the moment you do, looking through the eyes of your soul and you appreciate them, your soul's like, your soul's like dying inside. And like, me, <laughs> what, you're, you're you acknowledge me. And you're fucking like that. And then you say, wow, well, I look beautiful today. You, your soul will feed your energy all throughout the day. <laughs> To elaborate on that, I don't know this woman, obviously, I don't know who you're referring to, but I know this. That woman, at six years old, or five years old, or seven years old, when she was told, you look pretty today, she probably would have said, thank you, I know, and been proud of it. But as soon as you grow up, you can't take that anymore. For some reason, your ego says, no, you're not. No, you can't accept that. You can't accept compliments. You can't be told you're nice. You don't even tell yourself you're nice and accept it so how are you going to accept it from anybody else and that for me is is what a soul is my soul i realize now my soul is six-year-old james that could be told he was handsome thanks mum with teeth missing and all the rest of it and just feel fucking great and then think and knowing myself not think so knowing myself oh, i'm handsome oh, I'm, uh, my mum thinks i'm handsome right? and very simple example but Try and remember how that felt. How often these days do you have that unconditionally nice feeling about yourself? Just for being yourself. Not, not, not for comparing it to something else of what you're not being, but what you are being. Because it's, guess what? You only ever are being. That is all we ever are doing is being. Anything other than that is fake. It's not, even in your, it's not even in your timeline. You're not even being present. It's only when you're being. Everything else is irrelevant. And it sounds really simple. It's that, and it is, it is really simple. It is that yeah. simple. It's not it, easy if we're not conditioned for it, but it is no. that simple. 
No, and this is what we've, it's interesting because this is what we've touched on before about training. So me and Harry are both um, from personal training backgrounds. Harry, it's the past, we went on to a long, long career in it. But point being, I compare the ego to what it's like in the gym. Right? And uh, this for me is as plain and simple as it is. Your ego is your 25 stone person in the gym that knows it's not healthy. It's not healthy. You're not supposed to be at this particular me. 25 stone okay so this is your ego okay now how do you actually lose weight in the gym to get healthy you have to stick to it. how do you stick to it by continuously training by continuously trying to better yourself so how about this is a fun experiment if you're feeling down in yourself if you're feeling you ain't good enough okay why not start training yourself to feel better about yourself to feel good enough how about just being enough just knowing, oh, no, but I don't feel enough. All right, let's start training. Let's start every single day when we wake up. I'm so appreciative today that I've woken up. When you go brush your teeth and you look in the mirror in the morning, you're beautiful. I love you. You're kind. You're loving. I'm really proud of who you've grown into being. Talk to your inner child. Start doing it. It might sound weird. Is that if you're, for any voices that are going off now that is disagreeing with me, Welcome your ego. That's your Hello, ego. Coach. That's the yeah. shit that I'm talking about. Tell it to piss off. Tell it to piss off. Start telling yourself how wonderful you actually are. When you do something... I'm going to pull you up on that because like, the, word, the word piss off, work Sorry. with your ego. Learn from your ego. Say thank you. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you for showing up. I'm, uh, I'm not going to allow you to take over now. It's the words... Words like that is, so ego is your imposter and ego is your downfall, but ego also is your teacher. Without it, we wouldn't be able to make these choices. So I would say don't get angry and frustrated because that is your past. But the awareness comes in at this point to say thank you. That's, that's, and again, from an energy standpoint, what takes more energy? Piss off or thank you? Mm. It's an eff more effortless. And, that, and I think that's, um, we pull each other up on our words, by the way. We do it all the time. So it's, uh, it's important. It's important to do so. Yeah. And it's interesting because, there's an insight. <laughs> because your ego, you've always got, it's, it, you're never going to get rid of your ego, first and foremost. So that's my little insight was there. Just, you're right. Because I, I often say all the time, we compare ourselves all the time engage from other people when you're right the gauging and comparison should come look at look at what's going on in here look at your ego compare what your soul knows is right to what your brain's thinking about whatever it is thinking about engage it off that and when you identify ah that was my ego i'm gonna make this decision just like you would and compare to someone else out there and feel better for yourself for comparing again Feel good about acknowledging the fact that, oh yeah, I've recognized there, that, that was my ego. That's not, that doesn't align with my soul, what I really want to do in this situation. And then feel proud of yourself, and that's a good point, Harry. Thank your ego for giving you that yang, because life is a yin and a yang. It really is. That energistic right, wrong, it is a part of us. It is a part of us. I don't think our souls can never be wrong, but unfortunately... It's not just our soul involved in our existence. It is our ego. And for me, as I said at the beginning of this, I've come to a point where that is all my life ex um, 
exists of is I've got my soul and every single thing else is my ego. And that is how I gauge my decisions. And don't get me wrong, I still make shitty, egotistical decisions all the time. But I'm aware of it. And I can go back. I'm not going to persecute myself over it. I'm going to learn. And I'm going to know next time. Remember. Always remember. Yeah. Where you've been. Because that's yeah. where your teachers come from. It's not living in the past. But, you, you know, learn from your mistakes. Definitely. Learn from your mistakes. And if you don't... Yeah. And that, that adds to your story as well. It's almost like give yourself a Google review on everything you've done. Because then you can let go of all the things that you regret and you're, you've got resentment for. And now you can say, how would I rank myself on that? How was my ego show up? Well, it was a four out of ten. How would I make it a five next time? Cool. <laughs> and now I'm here again. And, and it's that, the, the, the statement I always say, your past doesn't define you. Mm. It's the ego that defines you if you let it. <laughs> if you learn from it and take it and let your soul now start winning. And this is where the meditation comes in. Ego is present when you're awake, in your waking state. The ego is paralyzed when you're in that meditative state. It, it's not there. It's like your soul's on vacation. It can express itself. It can go and do things that the ego would say, you can't do that because it's your imagination. It's freedom. It's creativity. But the mm -hmm. moment when you come out here and you're doing the same things, people are like, you can't do that. That's not real. You didn't experience seeing a ghost. You didn't see God. <laughs> That's ego again. And we feed into that. So go into the silence and then trust what your feelings come up within that. And you'll see that the more energized your soul is within that space, the more your soul deals with the ego when it shows itself when we are awake. And I think it's a nice combination. It's, it's yin and yang, as you said. We have to work. It's a pendulum. It is. You have to. Life for me... I realize now, like you said, what Google doesn't let you know is, is the most, like I said, for me, the most important thing in my life now is my soul, okay? And it has to have an antithesis, which is my ego. It has to. And for anyone who might think, and, this is, and I get this all the time, ah, how do you qualify to talk about this, that, and the other? If my experience is not enough, I don't really, I do care. <laughs> but and it's got me in my last bit has a new wrap it up because I've got to do the school okay. run but for the last six seven years now I've worked with we've worked with scores of people that have been told they're dying that's where my lessons of ego have come from and if if you can't work that out well, what do you mean by that where let your ego unravel a minute think about it if you're dying what's going to be important to you? all of this Oh, no, that goes away now. Why? Because all of that is the stuff that you compare to stuff in life that you're doing that means shit. What actually matters is all of a sudden, my soul. And what comes out from what I've experienced from people from all walks of life, from all over the world, different countries, complete different cultures, races, is there's an inherent soul set of values that when you get to the end, and this is why it's so important for me now, and I hope it resonates with you guys that why we should be so aware of our ego is these people that are on in many cases their last legs that they've been told that they're on all of a sudden start concentrating on what their soul is telling them to do now rather than leave it until that stage does it not make sense for me anyway this is my experience they've taught me about my ego and how meaningless it is in my life 
to what matters. Yes, it's great as a gauge, but it's still meaningless. Anything your ego fires at you means nothing. There is no mm -hmm. benefit in the egotistical decision ever. Had. And then, because uh, uh, you're going to have to say this, Fatima, just with that one where you said, do you mean we never need the ego? No, not at all. It's the awareness of it. Because there's characters that we do play in life. And sometimes I'm at a football match. I'm playing that character of a football fan. I'm, I'm being this. And, yeah. I choose to go into that, but now I'm aware of it. I'm not letting it take over me and let me get really frustrated and caught up into this fictitious uh, football team that's not me. But I choose to go into it. And I think the awareness is the most important. The, most, the, the problem is, is most of us live our life unconscious. And that ego takes over then. It's a character that plays that you think's truth. When you're aware of it, you can snap out of it quite quickly or you choose just to go into it. I'm caught into this moment and let me go and enjoy it and let me pull out myself when I'm, I need to. And just to elaborate on that is, there's a term that me and Harry through the work we do with people with cancer that has become extremely dear to us, which is homeostasis, now relevance. So imagine, this is your life, okay, perfect balance. This is homeostasis. Our body, our soul, seeks homeostasis now the problem is for anything to be bad so no the sorry the beauty of this is for it to be balanced it needs both sides okay it can't just be soul 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 because it wouldn't be balanced there needs to be however the problem is 99 percent of us are like that and this is the ego weighing us down so it's about just by like how he said being aware Bring it back to homeostasis. Bring it back to balance. Your ego does help with balancing out your life because there's always a right and a wrong. Always a right and a wrong. And for me, for me, myself, my ego represents the balance of wrong that I need to know exists because without it, how the fuck would I know what's right? Has I've got to go. Sorry, yeah, well, I, I, it, yeah, you, you've got to say You've got, to say, you've got to save it anyway, because uh, it's oh, okay, on yeah, your profile. Yeah, so, we're doing a lot more on the ego. <laughs> I was going to say, like you was about to say, it's part one. <laughs> nice, no, mate. Love you loads. Speak to you soon, yeah? Take care, man.